Welcome to the session, a basketball podcast. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ben. What's up? What's what's going on, Ben? You know, I listened to the most recent podcast with my brother, so I came back from my trip from okay. Winnipeg, and uh, what's more, what's better than listening to my own content yeah. in a in a in a 24 hour road trip, so laughing at your own to, jokes, laughing at my own jokes, yeah. and what I noticed, Omar, is that I cut you off a lot. Oh, okay. When I'm listening to this episode, the first time I've ever listened to one of our episodes. Wait, really? Uh, I know. I mean, I listen to all of them. Come on, man. <laughs> I listen to it and I notice that I always cut you off. So I just want to say that I'm proud of myself and I'm going to continue doing that because I feel like that just makes that just makes this work. Me cutting you off, you not cutting me off. It just makes it work. Well, you're walking on thin ice because if you keep cutting me off, I'm going to replace you on this podcast. And I know who, just who I'd replace yeah. you with. We got two people, baby. We got a, we got a dual guest. We got good. a dual guest this good. time. Good. What's going on, guys? So Straight out of the motherland. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. <laughs> the both of them. Let's introduce them. I'd like to introduce you all to two of my closest friends and Ben's acquaintances. <laughs> <laughs> Cappy, say what up? What up, what up, what up? And Robin. Robin. There we go. So we basically know Cappy and Robin from high school. Um, Omar was, again, like really, really close with them. And then I kind of got a little bit closer with them throughout university. But I know that we shared some classes, right, Cappy? We had uh, grade 11 fitness together. Yeah. And I took a lot of going down memory lane to figure that one out because we had no idea what classes or if we had any classes together. And because we all doubted you took grade 11 fitness. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta give up on Ben though. He uh, there was this one time when he was spotting another. Oh my god! Mate, it was uh, Dylan. No, no, it was Kyle. Kyle, and <laughs> it was one of our fitness tests. Okay, so um, he was a spotter. He on, did on bench. In, on bench. Okay, and he did an amazing job for everyone, except for Kyle, where he just lost concentration just once. And the bar accidentally fell on Kyle's nose. Oh, my and God. It made the biggest mark. And all I can remember is Ben feeling so bad for what he did. <laughs> I felt terrible. So this was for a uh, grade 11 fitness class. And then, yeah, like we have these uh, these strength tests that we need to do, right? So, yeah, I was spotting like Mr. Spreel was just like, who wants to be the spotter? I'm like, yeah, heck yeah, I'll be the spotter. I'm the most jacked guy in this classroom. So let it's me go ahead. damn line, you know it. <laughs> so let me, let me be the spotter. So, yeah, I, go, I um, everybody keeps going. I think I went through Nolan. I think I went through some other people. And then Kyle comes along and, uh, you know, he's just like, he looks like he can handle himself. I'm not, but he just looks like he can bench. So um, I did lose concentration for a little bit. I was just kind of like looking at somebody or something. I don't know yeah, what it was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was looking at something. And um, I just didn't have my hands there. And then poor guy was struggling and then splat right on his nose. Oh, left a God. permanent, left a permanent stain on his dignity. But he had like a temporary stain on his nose. Did he break it or? No, no, nothing that serious. Just literally just a bruise. He had like a band-aid over it. I'm just like, hey, sorry, dude. I, not even like that. I said, please forgive me for my treachery. I apologize. I'm so did, sorry did, for that. Did he forgive you or was he mad? He was cool, man. Kyle's always been like a chill dude. I'm sure he's probably messing up bench 
like bench even to this day right now. Uh, I'm not there to spot him anymore. So well, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> He's lucky he only got off with just a mark. Just just a mark. That's right. Yeah, because Robin knows all about uh, uh, injuries and, and, and bruises <laughs> oh and, and, and marks. God. Yeah, you oh know, one of one of my favorite memories with Robin is back when we used to play basketball on our high school courts in the summer. This was grade 12 near the end of the school year. Yeah. yeah, second semester. And it's a weekend and we're playing uh, basketball on the MSS courts. And Robin is running for a ball that's going out in the baseline. Bro, I got to <laughs> for the team, bro. He jumps to get that ball and Brinder Tour also jumps to get that ball. Robin weighs maybe a buck 15 at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Brinder's damn near 180 and they collide in the air. Robin goes flying, head hits splat against a protruding end of a fire hydrant. Oh and this man gosh. cracks his skull Yo, open. Man, that fire hydrant, bro, that's against the codes, okay? The building it, code, man. It yeah. shouldn't be there, okay? That fire hydrant is dangerously close to the baseline of one Yo, of the courts. But like, Robin's head literally busted wide open. <laughs> bro, there was so much blood, blood that was yeah. coming out of out of this man's head. Because I remember initially, he's just, he's sitting there and he's got his head against the fire hydrant. And it's like, he's got this look on his face and he's like, huh. And he kind of reaches back and touches the back of his head, brings his hand forward, and sees the blood. And that's when he knew, like, oh, shit. Yo, that, that boy reached to the back of his head like he got a mosquito bite. He had no, he had no idea what was going on. That was the first time I, I ever saw Ron, like, that shocked. Yeah. Bro, yeah. I'm like, I might die, bro. Yeah. <laughs> legit. Legit. No, and, that was freaky. And and that was the first of many times that, that I've saved your life, Robin. <laughs> yeah. I think I've saved your life maybe three or four times since then, but so I remember Zubair, um, he held the back of Robin's yeah, head, yeah. right? So what did, what did Zubair do again? Like, yeah, he took the back of my shirt yeah. and he just held it up against my head just to stop the bleeding. Yeah. When we went inside, we were looking for help. I think some people were playing volleyball or something. There's a basketball game going on inside the yeah, school. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so he had his head open and then right away, I'm just like, okay, let's get into action. And then I'm like... Okay, someone call Robin's parents. Someone wait at the courts in case they come here at the courts. Zubair bunch up Robin's shirt and press it up against his head so his brain don't leak out. And then and we, then Cappy continue practicing your layups because yeah. you've been missing all of them. <laughs> the reverse, the grind, the reverse layup, <laughs> the grind don't stop, boys. The grind don't stop. Mads, yo, Mads bleeding from his skull, and Cappy's like, oh, let me just, uh, let me just you, go for a quick you layup. Practicing my layups here, and then we, and then we go and. Uh, we walk into the school Bro, and there's a I'm basketball game going on. There's a basketball game going on inside the courts. It's like a kid's basketball game. So I go to the referee mid-game and I'm like, yo, yo, ref, like, do you have a first aid kit? Like, we have a man's dying out there. And they're like, ah, uh, there's a kind of a game going on. You're like, come on, man, the, the guy's bleeding out over there. Bro. Like, okay, let me see. I remember being outside in the hall in front of the gym. I was just sitting down. I have all these parents. They're just watching me bleed out in front of them. They're just... Oh my God! Is he? <laughs> is this kid gonna die? <laughs> yeah, these parents the are so effect. savage. No one's doing anything. All these parents are just watching this man bleed out. Then the referee comes out with this tiny first aid kit, <laughs> and she looks at the man's head, and she like looks down at her first aid kit, and she's like, "Oh, no, you need to go to the hospital. <laughs> I can't help with this." 
So did you end up like you? You obviously got stitches done afterwards, right? But did you yeah. go s- directly to the hospital or like what happened after? So, so your parents came to pick yeah. you up. We got you a wheelchair. Yeah, the yeah, wheelchair. Yeah. 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 Why did you guys get him a wheelchair? Because he couldn't walk. This man was bleeding out, so we got him a wheelchair. We made him keep pressure on oh, the man, head. I'd, I'd push him like, yo, get, get out of here. Just keep walking. And then your parents came and yeah. they took you straight to the hospital. Because I was like, I, I I talked to your mom and I said, should I call an ambulance? But you live right next to the school, yeah. so they're like, oh, we're right here. Let's just take him. I think they. They found some random like walk-in clinic. Okay. Right? I had to wait so long. Oh wow. my god. I had, I had no priority, bro. There was no. so many people in front of me. I was just bleeding out in their lobby. Like a kid got a cough, like a little yeah. bit of asthma, and they're like, oh, let's prescribe him a puffer and because they're bleeding out. One of my university friends are probably trying to get a deferral on a final exam. <laughs> Getting more of a priority. <laughs> this kid bleeding to death. Robin's hallucinating at this point. He's lost so much blood. Yeah. Finally, I get in. I get this like Russian doctor or something. He's like, oh, no problem. No problem. Right? He just like, lay down on this bed. Okay, I lay down. He takes a stapler. He staples oh, my head. Oh, <laughs> my. He staples. Oh my God. And he, you know, I asked him, I'm like, Yo, I'm not gonna have like a bald spot there. He's like, no, no, no worries, no bald spot. I still have the mark. This guy, so this guy Robin. So I busted my head open when I was three or four years old against my door frame because I stacked up a tower of toys, ran into the door to show my parents, hit the door frame, and the fire truck landed on my head. So I busted open, and and my parents' first reaction was, "Oh, he's bleeding. Let's pour honey on his head." Oh my <laughs> Wait, really? god, that Cause, happened because you know. Like, grandparents are like, oh, yeah, you know, home remedies, honey, honey works or something like that. They pour the honey and they're like, oh, damn, this bleeding's not stopping. So they call an ambulance. The paramedic gets there and they're like, okay, yeah, let's just put pressure on his. Wait, why is his head sticky? <laughs> <laughs> the paramedics were very confused as to why I had honey all over my bleeding head. But anyways, I bust my head open. They put stitches on it and I have this bald spot uh, still to this day. So Robin would always make fun of that bald spot of mine. And then when he bust his head open, the first thing he said is, I ain't going to get a bald spot. I ain't going to get a bald spot. <laughs> I'd also like to remind everyone how terrible we are as friends. Like, okay, at the end of the moment, we helped out it afterwards. But I don't think it took two hours until we started making jokes. Like, hey, we're going to play basketball. Robin, there might be a fire hydrant there. Watch out. <laughs> I, remember, I remember the walk back, me, Zubair, and Morose. All we could talk about was, is this guy going to make it out alive? Wow. Oh my God. And it was a long walk. Yeah. It was like around 15 minutes. Yeah, because we played in the MSS course and you guys live all the way near Heartland. Yeah. So that's about like, what, a 25 minute walk just to get back home or even longer than that? Around that. Around that yeah. time. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Imagine the topic of conversation being, <laughs> is my friend going to die? Oh, man. Yeah. I appreciate it, bro. And then the next day I went and I dropped off The Last of Us for you to oh, play. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like, damn, I thought Robin's going to be home for like a few days. I'm like, uh, you should probably, you know, play video games or something. This man showed up Monday morning to, <laughs> yeah. to, to calculus. And the first thing that we did was make a joke out of it. So, so we, we told everyone that Robin and Brinder got into a fight <laughs> and Brinder grabbed Robin and threw him into a fire hydrant. And now Robin's coming to get his revenge. <laughs> So we're sitting in, in grade 12 calculus that, yeah. that morning. Oh, Candace Sammy's class, right? Can, yeah, yeah, Candace Sammy's class. We're but we would fight in the class. We yeah. would throw discs at each other. Miss Candace Sammy was so mad at us. She was us. like, guys, stop. Please, <laughs> stop. Calm down. Like, we would we would just, the beef would just be bubbling up. Everyone's just like watching. They're like, oh my God, Brinder threw Robin into a fire hydrant. Now Robin's back. Oh, like, high and then, school. And then these guys stood up, threw their chairs back, started flipping over desks, pushing each other and stuff like that. Miss Candace Sammy's like, boys, stop. Boys. <laughs> boys, boys, boys. 
Oh my god. That was so, good times. you know, like we have a lot of history. We've gone to a lot of cottages together. We've done a lot of hikes together and like we just hang out, you know. I want to say a lot outside but for the most part, it was League of Legends, wasn't it, boys? Mm, That's yeah. how we really, really got connected. Yeah, the Rift. Uh, the Rift, yeah. yeah. It was to the Rift. We had our, we had our Skype calls that lasted literally. Oh, man, I remember sometimes, man, yo. during school, like grade twelve, man, it'd be like a snow day, and the first person I would message would be like Basil, and then everybody would come on. We play customs like five v five between all of our high school friends, and we would just play from eight a.m. to eight a.m. the next day. Dude, bro. <laughs> Those days are different, bro. We, uh, were, we had so much time on our hands, honestly. Like, and a lot of Cheetos on my fingers. As embarrassing <laughs> as it might be, League of Legends was probably part of the reason why we stayed in touch so much yeah, throughout university. Sure. Like sure. first year. Like you and I didn't play, but then we started in second year, and man, we reconnected so hard. I think that's when Goodfellas the chat was made, yeah, and that's when everyone got added back. And we just, I mean, we use the chat to really just talk about hey, coming on league. Like, I, I there were so yeah, there were just, we played hours and hours, and I was just gonna say like I think Omar, you are uh, a lot closer with Robin and Cappy throughout high school because I think you knew them, you had more classes with them, yeah. But I really got closer with you guys through League of Legends. Um, and we just played the shit out of that game, man. Yeah. It was unhealthy, bro. It was. <laughs> and, and I, and just to like set the record straight, like we're not good at all. Like no. we've been oh, playing for six, seven years and, and we're just as bad as we were the day we started. <laughs> even worse. Even, yeah, even worse. We've regressed somehow past where the, the point where we started. But man, those Skype calls, those Skype calls, we would talk about everything. Like the topics would range from like. You know, like, uh, like high school drama, high school drama to, you know, like playing mafia on, uh, uh remember yeah, that yeah, town of Salem, town of Salem. Yeah. Oh. Town of Salem. We, we would just talk about everything going on, have a hotel and pretending <laughs> and Basil randomly <laughs> logging on. So I don't know if I told you about this one, but, uh, <laughs> that might, be, might be NSFW. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not that bad. It's not that bad, but me and, uh, me and Robin were playing this game called have a hotel. So Habbo Hotel is basically this like it's like pretty much like the Sims. So you just go from room to room and you just talk to people. <laughs> so what me and Robin do because we're uh, very sad and lonely is we log on to Habbo Hotel as very strong burly men and then we just go from uh, like random NPC girl to or not NPC but like girl to girl. And we're like, hey baby, like what's <laughs> up? Hey, My name Wait, is. How old were you guys? <laughs> oh, it's about uh. <laughs> like, like this is like of course like you know when you're like kids right oh yeah, yeah. i mean just 20 count as children go oh my god um so anyways we're playing and we're just getting uh, no success because our game is negative and then all of a sudden this beautiful girl from comes into this room and her name was like sexy her ashley or sexy ashley s-x-c-e-e ashley comes towards us omar a girl coming towards us never happened never before. happened before in real life and in the game <laughs> and this girl's just like hey boys like some hey sexy guys yeah. like let's get to know one another let's go to you know yeah me and ben were like fighting to talk to her like yo <laughs> we're trying to be as smooth as we can be even though we're not smooth at all <laughs> one thing leads to another some of that stuff might be <laughs> later we find out Basil Hayat starts giggling in the Skype call. <laughs> <laughs> now, for anybody else, Basil Hayat is this 
very old looking Pakistani man. That man was 18 and looked 40. He like, looked 40. He wears fedoras from time to time, has a goatee. He's like your typical like catfish. Like he would make these characters. He starts giggling. We're like, yo, Basil, why are you giggling? He's like, hey, sexy Ashley. I'm like, oh my God, it's been you this entire time. It was you. He was, he was like dancing on us in the game. <laughs> Bro, we didn't even know he was in the car. We didn't even. Oh yeah, he was completely quiet. <laughs> yeah, we had no idea. He was doing this all low key. He was like hearing us talking about the game, hearing our names. Then he logs in, finds us somehow. So weird. I love that guy, but he's so weird. <laughs> that scarred me. And just on the topic of Skype calls as well, Cappy, you know this more than anybody. Yo, Cappy, one more game, bro. Cappy, uh, bro. One more Cappy, game, bro. bro. I know you have an exam tomorrow. <laughs> Especially when Omar says it, it I, I just get drawn in. Like, there's no choice. That's why he just ignores my messages. <laughs> but going back to the Skype uh, yeah. calls, yeah. I remember I interacted with you a lot because mm. I was in Carlton at that time. Yeah. So I barely get to so, so see you guys, like, out of school. That's true. I barely came back to Mississauga. Like, I came back, like, twice uh that whole year yeah so skype was another way for us to like all talk to each other yeah. see how life is going and yeah. stuff like that it was a really good way to stay connected yeah right because like even if we're just joking around but sometimes the skype calls would be like seriously like, if we had issues or we had troubles and all that like we would talk about it in the skype call as well and those would go for hours and hours oh, and man. hours they would just keep those are special would, moments they, the calls would be on and you'd leave to go do something and you'd come back hours later and you just rejoin the call because it's Bro. still going and it, there would always be like a dozen people in the call <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, and uh, of course, Brinder slurping on his ice cap <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Brinder slurping on his ice cap, Basil Shisha bubbling, like <laughs> all of it all together, but like Zabir on mute. <laughs> <laughs> and then right when they leave, he'll come out like, yeah. oh my God, guys, I was so loud. It was, it was, <laughs> can you believe this guy? <laughs> Brinder, Brinder would be in these Skype calls and he'd be, ha he'd have an ice cap and no one would notice Brinder, quote unquote, slurping on his ice cap. <laughs> And but but as soon as Brinder would join the call, Zubair would mute himself, <laughs> and it, this would go on for hours. And the second Brinder would leave the call, Zubair would unmute, and all you hear is, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> "Oh my god, yeah, those are those are some good times." Um, but it was also like, as you said, Robin, unhealthy because I sometimes forgot how my own brother looked. <laughs> because I didn't, even, I didn't even contact my family at points. Like I would go downstairs to get food, and it would be a lot at that time. I'm just like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm getting like two. Oh, plates, I know what you're saying, bro. I'm getting like two plays back. I'm playing League of Legends. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting playing League of Legends. I'm just talking to you guys, and like yeah, we would literally like eat together. Like it was so weird, bro, but I, it also made us so connected and so close. I wouldn't even move my move from my seat. Sometimes my mom would come. She would give me my lunch. Then she would take the plate later. She would give me my dinner later at night. <laughs> I and then after that, I just go to sleep, get up, get back up. Repeat. <laughs> ben, Ben, you and I, it would it would just take a look. That's, That's it. all it take. Like I, I could be work. I could decide that you know what today I'm actually gonna work. We're living together in university. I'm like today I'm actually gonna work. So I'm sitting there at my desk. Ben walks by. He just knocks on my door and looks at me, and I'm like, all right, I'll be on in a minute. And we go together to play in the living room because yeah. we wouldn't play in like separately in like our own bedrooms. We would actually do like we play in the living room within our apartment. Yeah. And then uh sometimes our other roommates, Sherry and Rose, would come outside and they'd see us in the living room and they just knew. Yeah. They just knew what was happening, what was gonna go on for the next 24 hours. <laughs> so they're just like, God damn it. 
God damn it. The only break we would take was when the pizza delivery got to our place. Biancas. We'd eat the Biancas and then we'd get back on. We were gross. We were actually disgusting, but that really forged this bond that I think we all have. Like it, it was it was so cool because like Cappy said, we could all stay in touch. We could all those Skype calls were so formative for me because it like I don't know. I feel like we didn't grow up in that era of always living next to everyone where, you know, you could just go outside and all your friends would be there. Maybe like when we were really young, but I mean, we didn't have that in high school, university or anything like that. But Skype was a way for all of us to stay in touch. Yeah. The best part was like, as you mentioned before, it'd be like you would log off and then you'd still see that call going and all you had to do was join back in. Yeah. Like you wouldn't have to make a new call. You could just join back in. And this would be like eight hours at a time. Yeah. If I had to absolutely go outside and my mom would drag my fat ass out, <laughs> then I, I would go out for a little bit. I go back. I join the call. I hear the slurping. I hear the shisha. I'm like, I know what it is. Like, this is love. This the, is family. The gang's all there, man. And like the, the later those calls got, the funnier everything became. Do you remember? I don't know, Ben, if you were there, but Robin and, and Cappy and I, we would play Cookie Clicker. Do you guys do you oh, remember? Oh, my God. And we would just, it'd be like 2, 3 a.m. And we'd be like, we should probably sleep. We'd Bro, be like, you, I'm going to click this damn cookie and try to get a golden cookie. I think we were so, all so competitive yeah. on just getting the highest score. And we're like... We can't stop now. Yeah, it was so late, bro. You could hear like the birds starting to chirp outside. That's when you knew it was late. But the best part was it doesn't matter when you go to sleep because the next day you're going to do the same damn thing again. I just remember like if, if I have to, Omar is such a funny guy. This guy will play League of Legends. And sometimes like we both knew that either we can skip this class or we have nothing immediately do. Yeah. And then Omar has this like relief thing where he just knows that nothing is in his schedule. He has no contact with his girlfriend, no contact with family needed. And then he'll just message in the chat. He'll be like, guys, I want to play League of Legends till my eyes roll all the way back. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. I want to just. <laughs> I want League of Legends in my skull. I want to. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like League till my eyes bleed was 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 I what I love yeah, saying. League till my eyes right, bleed. It would be right after an exam. I'd be done my last exam, and now I don't want to think. I just don't want to think anymore. I want my brain to rot. <laughs> I think the next step, I think the next step for us after Skype calls or even in Skype calls sometimes would be, um, again, like we played ball in like the MSS courts, but then later we transitioned towards like the Paramount Fo- uh, Fine Food Center. What was it called? Hershey? Hershey Center. Hershey shout, Center. shout out to Paramount Fine Foods. Yeah. Shout out to Paramount Fine Foods. Uh, but yeah, Hershey Center is was our, our next up. And I think that's how we became even more close was uh, playing those basketball games. And I know Robin himself, that's Dennis Rodman over there. He gets those boards, baby. He sets those screens, but can't make Bro. a single layup. Hey, man. Sometimes. One one for ten, at least. <laughs> one for ten. But, but it did take us playing basketball fairly regularly for about three, four years for Ben to start making layups. <laughs> it really took Ben four years to just hit open layups. Ben. But you see that Eurostep, though. Yeah, yeah Eurostep. That Eurostep is money, son. Eurostep. That was like a Euro flight, bro. You step here, Euro here, here. Flight. Yeah, I'm just doing what Giannis does, baby. The, 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 the best part is Ben will Eurostep on an open layup when there's no defenders <laughs> and he'll still do a Eurostep. It, it looks so slow that like... I see him like in space doing a Euro step. <laughs> He's like floating. I'm like zero gravity Euro step. <laughs> I'm gonna go this direction. No, I'm going the <laughs> other way. Uh yeah, yo, we played so much ball. Like 
at at one point it became like almost like a weekend, like every single weekend thing. Yeah, like we, we would play we, so often. We would go and get the last slot at Hershey Center on a Friday or Saturday night, and we would play like from eleven to like. Remember the one time we kept playing? Uh, so for those who don't know, Hershey Center is like a, an arena. Um, and it's got an indoor basketball court and we'd be playing on this indoor basketball court and the lights just turned off one day at like 1230 (laughs) and we're like, Hmm, we should just keep playing. So we kept playing to like a close to one (laughs) in the dark, in the dark, because we didn't want to, our, the place closed at 12, but we were like, Oh, we got an extra hour out of this that we didn't have to pay for. Eventually some staff came in and they're like, Hey, (laughs) yes. Yeah. Janitor's like, you guys got to get out. So we tried leaving and the doors were locked. So we're like, Oh, we're we're stuck. We can't get out. We can't get out. And we have to like find some side exit on the way out. Um, but yeah, we, we played that a bunch. Um, and then we got even, we got even closer through that. But uh, Cappy was the wannabe Flash, right? <laughs> what do you the mean? You see the reverse layup? Oh my god, yo, Cappy's whole profile. Cappy's signature move. The funny thing is, Cappy's signature move is missing. <laughs> <laughs> Not even he doesn't even hit the rim. The backboard, the, the edge of the backboard, the underside <laughs> of the backboard. Right, so, Cappy, tell us your background on basketball first. Yeah, who's your you favorite play- player? Tell, tell us who's your favorite uh, player, Cappy. My favorite player is the one and only, the Flash, D Wade. Okay. okay, okay, all right. So, so you know what's what's that signature reverse slip? Like, tell tell me about that. You know, one time I saw in the 06 finals. 06. Oh, we'll okay. talk about we'll 06. talk about that. We'll get into that. Yeah. I just saw a dude just wreak havoc against the Dallas Mavericks. So uh, I was like, you know, against who? why not the Mavericks? Em- why not Emily? <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki, bro. JJ Berea. <laughs> hey, let's talk about the Mavericks. <laughs> All I know is I just wanted to be like D Wade. So 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 we're playing at a Hershey Center and this guy Cappy, he cuts baseline. He's got the ball. He's dribbling up towards the net, and and he could easily do a regular layup, but this man decides that he's gonna do a double clutch reverse layup under the backboard. So he hits. He goes from one end. He does the double clutch, throws the ball up for the reverse layup, and it goes. Ding! And it hits the <laughs> underside of the backboard and no, comes straight down like a Almost bullet. Almost hit that boy down on his head. <laughs> and he fell too. I think he fell. He probably did. That happens so many times. But the funniest part to me was always the lead up to this. Because let's say it's very close. We're playing up until 11. And uh, Morose is always one. Because Morose and Cappy, you guys played ball together when you were uh, like in like in like a team, right? Yeah, we played uh, Monarchs House League. Shout out to Mississauga Monarchs. So Cappy and uh, Morose, when they'd be on the same team, be like, all right, let's channel our inner six-year-old and let's do what we did before. So Morose would be hyping Cappy up. And Cappy does this like, you know, Miami game six LeBron with that with that face. Cappy's <laughs> like, all right, yo, I'm going to do it. This is it. Yeah. Then that boy does a ding, reverse layup. I'm like, zero, yo, what's zero going dark on 30. here? To be fair, in our house, league, we were dead last. <laughs> what when, do you mean to be fair? But, to be fair about what? But when it came to the playoffs, we somehow got second place. So Wait, what? So Monarchs, baby. We just Playoff made, mode. Yo, Cappy, Cappy channeled. It don't matter if I'm a first seed or an eighth seed. When I come into your building in the playoffs, you're in trouble. That LeBron line from <laughs> his last year in the Cavs. <laughs> Oh, oh man, that's that's hilarious, man. Would we? That ball has been so great for us to as another way of just staying in touch and and playing. And even though we're so old, and especially myself, get injured so easily, 
watching us improve over these years has been crazy. Like Cappy can actually like hit some layups now, oh and like he's at the rim sometimes. Yeah, I I call for picks when there's no picks, and I drilled some shots. You know, Robin every single rebound Robin oh now gets God. and goes up with and. Okay, it's so wait. frustrating. Omar, you are the most annoying person ever. Because you this new thing that you do pisses me off so What's much. What's this new thing? This you you point to the ground like you want to <laughs> pick. Oh my god. He points to the ground and he looks at someone like he wants to pick. He ain't want no pick. He's just doing it for the sake of it. He probably <laughs> saw he probably saw somebody doing it in the NBA. Now he's been doing it ever since. <laughs> and then he just goes himself. No pick needed, no yeah, screen, no my, nothing. No, no, no. I, yeah, Robin. He, he like, points his shot. He's yeah. been pointing his shot. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna shoot there, and then he shoots it. <laughs> yeah, that's my nine new times favorite. out of ten is a brick. It's yeah, a brick. <laughs> it's a it's a brick. That's my favorite thing to do. I love it. I have the ball anywhere beyond the arc. I'm gonna point. I'm gonna tell the defender that I'm gonna shoot from there, Man. and then I shoot from there. And nine Man. times out of ten, I miss. But buddy, when I hit it that one time, it's And and this most recent time that we played, I hit it twice in a row. Oh, oh man, guys, 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 that was that felt good. Highlight. Biggest highlight from this uh, Hershey Center shit is uh, three PC versus four PC. <laughs> yeah, that one yeah. basketball. That one basketball. You mean when we game. dominated. That yeah, when we dominated. So three PC is our uh, older brother's friend group, and four yeah. PC just by association <laughs> is basically myself, Omar, and all of our friends. Yeah. So we decided to do this like uh, um, series between the older heads and like us, and then Wasi was like a wild card. He was there too, and he would just choose. Between like three PC and four PC, he had no idea. He had no home, but he picked us. He picked us, so we're playing against him. And I remember being so intense in this game. This was when I was peak Russell Westbrook mode. Like I just loved everything Brody. And uh, I remember I I did like a Euro. Um, I think it was uh on Ace or Alley. I did a Euro and I got a layup in, and then I celebrated so hard. I'm like yeah, <laughs> and then Ace is like. Yo, this guy's so angry right now. What's going on? <laughs> the, the, the best part is this this basketball game, there had been so much shit talking for months, months. leading up between uh between our friends and our older brother's friends. And if this game finally happened, and Assad had no idea of this beef that was happening. He thought he's he just got invited to a basketball game the day <laughs> of. He's like, Yeah, sure, I'm free, I'll reach for this game. And he shows up and he sees how intense everybody is, how angry everybody is and he's just in shock he's like wait what's happening here i thought this was just a friendly game of basketball nothing like that it was not friendly at all but we dominated that right robin all i remember is your brother's (laughs) shot i remember (laughs) we were playing fantasy he was always talking all this shit about uh what's who's good what's bad right and i see him come to play he had these weird weird (laughs) ass shoes I don't know what he was wearing. Oh, the toe shoes. This, this man, He's yeah, a toe this, shoes. This man showed up in those like uh, workout gear shoes where your toes are exposed. Like like your shoe wraps around yeah, each toe yeah. individually. So it was weird. disgusting. This man showed up to play basketball in those. Yeah. I mean, Yo, something's son, wrong here, man. With his arc. And I know my brother's going to oh, listen to this. Shout out arc. to my brother. I know you're going to listen to this right now. <laughs> but uh, exactly. It was no arc. You can get a ruler. <laughs> And bro, it'd be straighter than a ruler. Straight. Straighter than a ruler. This this man's shot. Okay, so Benyamin, bless his soul. This man's an engineer, right? Ben? He's an engineer. Like, he's a, he's, like, he's like, a good, successful guy. Cap, Cappy Robin, you guys are engineers yeah, too, right? You guys man. have taken physics, right? Bro. So you understand how gravity and parabolas work. And, there could and, definitely be a parabola, yeah. but that was no parabola. This man would fire a 
bullet. So he, from where he's standing, his release would be like a 45 degree angle bullet. It would hit the backboard and it'd go ding, flying <laughs> off. And it's like, in what world can this perfectly straight line to the backboard go into the hoop? How is this possible? It's a straight rocket ship going straight to the backboard. I remember, yo, I also remember it'd be like, Sometimes it'd be like open ass layups, right? Like he, it'd be like a breakaway. It'd just be just him, and then he'd lay up, and then he goes too fast, and then he kind of just takes both of his hands. <laughs> this, this man does a soccer throw, throw in from throw the side, to the backboard, goes all the way back. Someone on the opposite team hold, uh, catches the ball. Like, what the hell? How did I get this ball? He's like, ah, shit. <laughs> 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 That's, oh why you, that's why it's a Siddiqui thing. That's why you gotta. That's like also slow with the Euro because if I go any faster, it's gonna boom. <laughs> I I remember I told Ben to start Euro stepping on his layups because he would drive so fast to the hole that he needed to slow himself down so he could go up with it. <laughs> oh my god, Okay, but then Ali would like kind of dominate us. So so he has the height advantage though. Yeah, huge height advantage. We double and triple this man in the post, and then he'd, he'd you'd have to foul him. Yeah, I, we just. We just had we to just follow. Have to follow him. But my best part about Ali is sometimes he gets really cocky and he'll just take a three yeah. like too far out. It's like 35 feet out. We'll be like, yeah, just pull up, take the shot, air ball. <laughs> because he talks so much. Oh, the the best thing that Ali does is when Ben Benyasin has the ball, Ali will just sit down cross leg. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Instead remember of playing that. defense, he'll be like, you know what? I'm giving you the shot. And not only am I giving you the shot, I'm sitting cross-legged as I'm watching you. <laughs> and then I put the ball out, start punching the air. Like, you defend me. <laughs> defend me. <laughs> oh, the disrespect, man. But that's what made it. And like, whenever somebody would get an air ball, you would get your hand out. Like, where'd the ball go? <laughs> hey, where'd the ball go? Hey. Man, so many memories with that, man. Oh, man. And I think the next progression, even after that, or even during this time, would be actually just watching basketball together. Yeah. Right? So we had a but of course, like, I I've been watching really, really regularly from 2017 onwards, like MVP season for Brody. Um, but even that, like after that, it's we stopped talking about like um, video games and all that. And we transitioned more so into like, oh, like this team or like, um, learning more about uh, the NBA and all that, right? And that was super, super special as well because we all had our own teams. Well, Omar, you had all of our teams plus your own, all 30 teams. Well, but Cappy knows what I'm talking about, right, Cappy? Wait. We're, fa we're fans of all these uh, teams. I only have two teams. Cappy uh, chooses his team. Once they win the chip, that's when. Oh he yeah, decides. that's what that was his thing. That <laughs> that's was his when thing. he decides what's his team. We were watching the Super Bowl a couple weeks ago, and Cappy was here, and we're asking him, we're like, uh, "Cappy, uh, what team are you supporting?" And he's like, "You know what? I still haven't made up my mind about last year." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Oh man, that's my guy. I, I hate you guys, <laughs> but Ben's right. You know, about all of us watching ball, and again, the group chat just being an outlet for us to talk about basketball. For everyone listening, this podcast probably would not exist were it not for our mutual interest in basketball, because that wouldn't give Ben and I a chance to, you know, like really embrace it, really talk about it. And then this podcast started through that group chat. I mean, that's what it was yep. like. We were all talking about ball as a group. And then Ben's just like, Omar, we should start a podcast. And 
I don't know, everyone kind of thought it was a joke initially. And then we side messaged each other and we're like, no, let's actually do it. Let's start a podcast. Yeah. So this wouldn't exist were it not for all of us watching ball together. Like either, like we would Skype call and watch ball together. That oh was yeah, I remember, I remember that. We used, I remember we used that. to do that for, for the NBA and we used to do it for March Madness too a couple years ago. That's true. It'd be like YouTube streams where we'd all click the same link so it'd be the same time frame. And yeah. then we just... Oh. We'd watch it together. And and then the thing we'd always do is we'd all be streaming ball yeah. together. And Kathy, Kathy had cable. He, he had cable. Rich. He had it on cable. So he wouldn't he wouldn't watch the streams. No, he would watch it 10 seconds ahead of all of us on cable. I just needed that advantage. And he would the, the worst <laughs> part is we're in a Skype call. There's like six of us all watching at the same time. And this. Kathy, for some reason thinks it's going to be more fun if he watches it on cable a few <laughs> seconds ahead of everyone and then ruin everything. So oh, we're watching and, and Kyle Lowry's dribbling the ball up the court. He hasn't even crossed half court yet and Cappy's going to say, oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, what happened? What happened? And then we see it like six seconds later. Cappy, you could have just watched with us. I remember for ball, like uh, initially it was my, like, my cousin and I really getting like talking about it and all that, but another huge spark was... Uh, all-star weekend and i think that was the 20 was that 2017 or 20 i think it was a 17 all-star weekend when we watched it all together it was slam dunk three-point contest and like i the think we've been watching game. it every year since yeah. then yeah so that i remember watching with you guys i think it was at zubair's house where we watched it and um that was super super dope as well like i think that was a huge pivotal moment from being just a casual um nba watcher to really religiously watching it and really really getting into the sport you know what i mean so as omar said like this group chat just really just transitioned from so many different things from like high school drama to classes to like um you know uh league league of legends video games and now it transitioned to just really talking about basketball and other life things and it just became so cool so All All Star Weekend was 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 huge, and ever every year since then, All Star Weekend has been like a pretty big deal for this group. And and you know, I think this year it was even more special. So you know, why don't we why don't we get into that? Yep. Okay. Yeah, this year was special. But before we get into that, Omar, I, I just remembered something. So, do you guys remember when we would be in our Skype calls and then we'd be watching the NBA games together? What did Omar do? Hmm. It, it wasn't the no, Skype calls. Shut up. It was in you person. It was in person. In person and in the Skype calls. Yeah, it was in. It Skype. was both. What did what did they do, Robin? What did you, you know, do? Like in the NBA games, right? Yeah. They have commentators, they right? Do. They pay to commentate on the game, you know? That's right. They give some useful insight, but for some reason, Omar, he decides to add his own commentary. <laughs> talking about things that no one cares about. He's like, oh, this guy's taking uh, seven steps over here. Oh, crossover, dribble. Oh, he misses. <laughs> the best part is Omar admitted that when he's alone, he does this as well. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. Omar literally admitted to being in his cave with his HP desktop watching <laughs> NBA games of freaking Charlotte versus Phoenix. And he would commentate on the games himself. So I remember this through Skype now. So so let, let me lay it out. So sometimes the announcers are awful and i can't stand them so i mute them but then when i mute the game i sometimes i feel like i'm not really paying attention and i'm not taking as much information from it so a way to pull myself back into the game is i start 
commentating the game as if like you know i I describe what's happening i'm like oh so and so inbounds it they dribble up the court i don't talk about seven (laughs) steps and all that stuff i give pretty useful insights and i know i know the one time i did it for you guys here in person in my basement cappy liked my commentary it was pretty good no no cappy's such a liar you don't have to lie okay cappy was omar had a gun pointed at cappy (laughs) and cappy cappy had to say that (laughs) but uh i guess transitioning back to why this year was super special um just yesterday actually just last night we were all called um omar's uh, older brother ali had set up this uh surprise grad party slash birthday slash every other celebration in omar's yeah. life <laughs> every <laughs> everything which isn't too too many but we just put them all together and uh so we were supposed to be at omar's house all of his friends family friends and all that uh we were there at the house for 6 30 whilst these guys came at 6 45 but that's whatever and uh Omar came around maybe like 7.15, 7.20. His dad was like really, really um, just trying to make time go by as, you know, like just trying to stall as much as we, uh, just to get everybody prepared. And then Omar comes inside the house, balloons all set up from Omar's sister and the family just making the decorations. Omar steps in and we all just yell out surprise. We didn't even know he was coming in. He snuck in. He snuck in. (laughs) I didn't see Omar that like it's funny when omar is genuinely surprised that he just like he can't he's process speechless. what's happening yeah he's like a speechless kind of guy yeah you know what i mean like he's not gonna be like oh my god guys thank yeah. you he's like what is he had this going nervous smile on? just looking yeah. like what's he, going on iman tells him to fix his hair that boy takes out everything just lets <laughs> it all out like cover girl he still has his shoes on walking around his mom's like you boy you better take them shoes off i know you ain't walking around with them <laughs> Um, but it was so so special, and I can see just how uh, just how much it meant to Omar. Yeah, and uh, I know that uh, it's it's funny because Omar's that, that guy as well. Um, he gave me a call and he gave my parents a call, and I'm sure uh, like everyone else as well, just kind of letting out like an appreciation, you know, just just calling us just to make sure that like he knows like that we know that he appreciates it, and it's such a, a such a meaningful message. Um, and w- what I said to you, Omar, was just like. You know, like that is a very impactful message, this phone call. But you also have such a huge impact around the people um, that you you have talked to. So, I mean, hopefully we were able to make it special. And uh, all your friends, all your family came together and all that because you deserve it. You know, like you have a lot of success right now and a lot of success coming forward. So just keep working hard, man. And I hope that last night kind of showed that for you. A lot of success is to come, you know. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. It was crazy. I had absolutely no idea that was going to happen. I thought I was just out with my dad running errands. And then when I get home, I knew that some people were going to come over. They were like my dad's friends or something. So I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, get ready. People coming over. I open the door and everybody's there. I'm like, what? I was so confused. I had I couldn't process why everyone was here. I'm like, what is everyone doing here? What happened? Like, did I do something? Omar's <laughs> getting disowned. What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> that was my first reaction. I'm like, what did I do? And then I'm I'm looking and everyone's there. But I, I, like I, I was last night before I went to sleep, I was just thinking about it. Like all those people that I love all under one roof, everyone there together, eating together, having a good time. That just meant so much to me. And when I think about my future and the kind of life I want to live, that's kind of what I want, right? I want to spend more time with the people I love. I want 
everyone to be happy and enjoy and spend time together and stuff like that. And, and it's this thing that we've always been we've been talking about the entire episode. Right. You know, staying in touch, staying connected, not letting uh, not letting um, distance or time draw any separation between us. I mean, like we have been through so much as a group and the fact that we're still here close as ever, like all together getting together for something like as dumb as me passing an accounting exam like when you think about it in the grand scheme of things the fact that this is important to you guys that you would like take that time out and show up and and show out for me like that that meant that means a lot and i mean that's what we should be doing more in life like uh just just being there for each other so that meant that meant a lot to me like i really appreciate all you guys there now now the backstory for this is again like i said all-star weekend has been really important to all of us uh, for the past few years, we've always been watching it together. So this year, fourth year in a row, I'm like, hey, guys, let's uh, let's do something for All-Star. My my house is free. Reach Saturday. I, I drop it in the chat and every single person in the chat, <laughs> one by one, just says, nope, can't make it. Not free. Can't make it. Nope. Sorry. Bye. Can't make it. And I'm just like, oh, damn. <laughs> I guess I guess it's not happening. So I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. I, I guess I guess can't do this Saturday or something. Omar like punching that. the air. I was <laughs> punching the air. And then the day of on Saturday, I was uh, going a little bit back and forth with Omar, just texting randomly. And then I, I texted him. I'm just like, yo, man, it would have been so cool if we could hang out on Saturday. <laughs> I'm like, yo, man, it would have been so cool if we could hang out Saturday, man. I'm so sad that we can't. <laughs> I remember you this, telling this me man, Ben's twisting the knife. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It would be great if we could all hang out. But no one's free. Like, it's fine. I get it. You know? And <laughs> this guy just rubbing it in and i show up and i was so surprised i was i'm just in shock i'm like wait what what's happening here oh man if there's a video we'll put up a video or something like yeah. that on decorations were phenomenal food yeah. there were there were cakes there were brownies shout out to shams creations shout yeah. out shams creations yeah. huge shout out to at shams creations on instagram that's yeah. your ig handle right for sure yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll repost we'll the, repost because we'll the, the cake, cake yeah. was and she made it that day like obviously she baked like prepared yeah. in advance but she told me she literally made it that day it takes eight hours and you're, and you're good to go so that's incredible it, absolutely incredible it meant so much for everyone there everyone involved in stuff like that and and yeah man like that's that's what life's about man just like being there for simple each other things. supporting simple supporting things. each other in, in in times like that and and that means a lot so the bottom of my, my bottom of my heart to you guys here and everyone else that was there a part of it. Uh, thank you for everything. I appreciate it, guys. No worries, man. Right. And our way of saying you're welcome is, yo, Omar, turn on the skills <laughs> challenge. <laughs> yo, Omar, <laughs> turn on the skills challenge, bro. These guys just we 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 had a we had a stream going for the NBA All Star oh Weekend, and the skills challenge is done two hours ago, and these guys are just sitting there like Omar. The stream's broken. Turn on the bro, skills Omar's challenge. dial-up internet, bro. Well, we couldn't watch half the Australian. Bro, it wasn't my internet. It was the streams nah, itself. Nah. You really wanted to watch Dwight Howard's first dunk? I did. <laughs> I did watch it, actually. Me and Harmi watched it on his phone. So, <laughs> well, we'll get into the actual thing. Uh, but I remember we were... Uh, Omar was upstairs, probably, like, greeting some, like, aunts or whatever. And we're, like, yelling from downstairs, yo, Omar, <laughs> you coward. Yo, Omar, you coward. <laughs> you coward. Come downstairs and turn on the skills challenge. Even while it's a dunk contest, we're like, yo, Omar, turn on the skills challenge. The, 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 these You guys were, like, play the highlights from the skills challenge. <laughs> you guys watched the whole thing, and now you're, like, playing the highlights from no. the skills challenge. The whole thing is highlights. <laughs> Bad, but uh, what did you guys think? What did you guys think of the... Uh, well, we'll start off with the skills challenge. We had, uh, yeah, it was Spicy P, 
Um, spicy pen, according to Wasi. Spicy pen. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Wasi. Shout out to uh, Spicy P. We had Patrick Beverly for Patrick. some reason. <laughs> no skills. No skills. He's barking. He's playing defense. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> This man's playing defense. He's <laughs> playing defense. Um, Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie was there. Sabonis was Sabonis. there. Uh, Bam Adebayo was there, of course. Tatum defending his title as well. Tatum. Um, I feel like we're missing some people. No, Are we? Is no one else matters. No one else matters. Matter. But uh, <laughs> what did you guys think of the skills challenge? Surprising. I thought a guard would at least be in the finals, but it was against Sabonis and Bam. Yeah. That's crazy. I called Bam losing the first. I just thought this dude's way too big. How is he going to like pass it? Bro, every matchup, it was a guard versus a big. I thought the guard was going to win every time. Every time I was wrong. <laughs> oh, Robin got every single thing. He, yeah, should, never, he should never gamble no, on these but things. On the final round, I guess Bam, and he won. So that's all that matters. I was I still got it. Oh my god. How do you guys feel about the transition from uh I guess what they're doing now with the skills challenges, they want to incorporate more bigs into it. So that's why they have players like Batman Debayo, uh Devonta Sabonis, because they wanted more uh I guess that's the way the NBA is transitioning, right? So Cappy, like what are your thoughts on that? Just I think it's pretty cool, players. especially like now we see it. Uh, we don't see a lot of traditional bigs anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like Pascal Siakam, uh, Sabonis, like all these guys are shooting threes now. They're passing, so it it showcases their skills as well, right? So right. it's pretty cool. But the skills challenge is tailored basically to a guard. You're dribbling, passing, shooting threes. So the guards are supposed to win, but now we have bigs winning, which says a lot about the NBA right now and yeah. like what skill set you need, right? So um. The old, like the old big man, I feel like this shows it. It's completely dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think gone are the days of just like bullying in the post and then like setting big screens like the Clint Capellas and Steven Adam types. Sure. I think you really need to be able to shoot. It's all small ball now. It's all small ball now. Um, So that was super interesting. Omar, what are your thoughts? Like, how did you feel about the skills challenge? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like you mentioned something about the bigs of the past. Honestly, I'd love to see the old head bigs try to try to run the skills challenge i would love to see shaquille (laughs) O'Neal, charles barkley (laughs) like right now if they tried running through the skills like the one they can't run so (laughs) they should have insight on tnt do the skills oh that would be amazing that would be amazing ernie johnson killing it oh man and then um what was the next event the three-point competition three-point competition that had buddy yield devin booker Trey. Uh, Trey Young, who, phew, disgusting. Um, Davis, Breton. Gary, Gary Harris. No, yeah. not Gary Harris, sorry. Uh, um, Joe Harris. Joe Harris. Joe Harris. Duncan Zachary. Robinson. Yeah, Duncan Robinson. Yeah, right. Duncan Robinson, eh? Yeah. What's his name? Bertons? Davis yeah, Bertons. Yeah, yeah. He's he nasty. The, the Lithuanian yeah. laser. I died at that. Like, why? These guys are so creative with these names. So, so, so who went first, Ben? Uh, is uh, Trey Young? Trey, Trey Young. I, apparently, ice cold Trey Young. Like, yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely ice cold that game. <laughs> he was ice cold shooting from that clip. The boy got 15. The lowest. The absolutely disgusting. They even added those two new Mountain Dew zones. Oh, yeah. That's from. how they changed it up a little bit. And and those are Trey's spots. Yeah. And, and he bricked them both. <laughs> Do you think it was like a nervous thing? Like, what happened with that I one? I think nerves, just got, nerves to got to yeah, him, right? I think sure. people no. just expected him to kill it. And I, I don't think, think just, it was nerves. No? How? 
he's like the star player on Atlanta. So he should be like accustomed to having like a huge crowd watching him yeah, in but, clutch clutch time. But it's just like he's known more than anything as just a three point shooter. So for a three point contest, you're going to expect him to do the absolute most. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what got to him. Plus, it's not like there's a know. game going on. It's just him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a you're running through a little obstacle course kind of thing. Exactly. So, so regardless of anything, man, that boy got 15 and I never want to talk about him ever yo, again. We could get more than 15. <laughs> man, we can get like zero. <laughs> <laughs> I think after him was uh, Devante. Yeah. Oh, Devontae Graham, Graham, yeah. yeah. Oh, the my God. Graham, those were so... Some of them were disgusting He had looking. multiple air balls. Multiple that air was, balls. That was nerves. Hitting the scoreboard, hitting the backboard, hitting Nick uh, Nurse in the face. At the end, he... At the like the last stretch, he was good. Like, the money yeah. rack, that was nice. He, he, Didn't he, he get, like, 17 or something like that? I like, think it may be a little bit more. I think oh, he might yeah? have gotten, uh, like... No, I think it's around 17. 17. Oh, okay. Like more okay. than Trey. Like, more than Trey. The first, than Trey. first half was like a flop. After he got to the money rack, then he was he was okay. Okay. Um, okay, so there was that. And then Devin Booker was the other person that I wanted to highlight. I really, really want... He snapped, by the way. Yeah. 27 in the first round. Uh, I think he had 26 in the, in the second round. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, 20, 27, 20. I really, really wanted Devin Booker to win it all. Yeah, Kathy's uh, twin. That's my That's twin. October his 30th. Li- his light skin twin. Light skin twin. Come <laughs> on, oh, man. I'm the light skin twin. <laughs> yeah. Light skin <laughs> There's Devin Booker. And then Buddy Yield. Um, he was one who ultimately won. And I mean, he was he was money, obviously. He had uh, a lot to prove. He was clutch, though, in the in the, in the last round. Buddy Yield just beat Booker. By one point? By one point. So that was... Uh, I, I watched the highlights after because of Omar's dial-up internet. Yeah. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't see the end of that. We didn't see the end of Yo, that. Come on, guys. It was a stream. It wasn't my internet. No one had a quarter to put in. So, uh... <laughs> a quarter. That's why Zubair always says, put a quarter in Omar's internet to start it back <laughs> oh, up. dial-up. Just put a quarter in the router, bro. Oh That's God. all you need. How did you guys feel about the three-point contest overall? Did the did you guys want to see different players? Were the players that they picked with, like were they fine or? Well, first I wanted to see the actual contest. No, <laughs> <laughs> Robin. Next year we're hosting at your house. All right, we're yeah. gonna test out your internet. Bro, I right? got perfect. I got Ethernet, bro. Ethernet, all right, all right, bro. bro. I'm Ether. plugged in, bro. <laughs> but it's crazy. Like Devin Booker wasn't even selected to play it. Like that's right. The, he, the only reason why he played oh, was Damian like Lillard's injury. So. It's it's weird how like overall I guess they're kind of picking the players um for these competitions. I remember did Bertans do it last year? No, no, no. And I swear he was like the second best shooter in the league at the time. So last it's like, year too. Yeah, he's been money. So it's crazy how like certain players just don't get recognized mm-hmm. for for some of these things. And I guess it becomes even a bigger issue in this in the last uh, competition the, from last night the the dunk contest how. There were obviously players that we all would have loved to see on this that just kind of refused to participate. And I think based off what happened this year, it's going to be even harder for them to get a turnout, right? Like some of the best dunkers in the league are just like, and we'll talk about what happened. But I mean, with Aaron Gordon not doing it, Zach Levine not doing it, John Morant, Zion Williamson not doing it. Like one of the four dunkers this year was like Dwight Howard. Like really? I think the biggest reason is like all these superstars. It's it's also branding, right? So yeah. you losing a dunk competition like like Nike or Under Armour or like all these brands. What would they say? Yeah. Also injury. Like you have to do like some 
weird ass movements like you can very easily get injured during the contest man i'm not gonna be surprised if maybe a little bit down the road you know how we're talking about the skills challenge being transitioned towards bigs man we we might see even more like a three-point contest with even more bigs being incorporated into it man i feel oh, like this is really gonna big be a three-point contest but that's what i'm saying like it's not i don't think it's right now we're at the time where it's not ridiculous to think that it's gonna happen because we've seen like we've seen bigs who can't shoot yeah, right that's true. yeah and they're just i feel like they're just gonna get better and better and better and that's gonna be terrifying like a six foot ten you know shooter Bro. that's that's freaking scary as hell you know what i'm saying so we'll see what happens with the three-point contest overall it was good um but i think the highlight of it was a dunk it was a dunk contest for yeah. me at least i always like watching the dunk contest so Derek jones baby yeah we oh, had yeah. uh we had dwight howard we had Derek jones jr we had aaron gordon and we had uh pat, pat Connaughton. Connaughton. um we'll start off with the first round it was uh, the first person to dunk was, I believe, Dwight, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. We missed, we that, missed that one, but he got a 41. <laughs> I it, I don't think it was really, really good at all. Um, and then I think we saw the second one, which was Pat Con. I actually thought he got underscored a little bit. I thought yeah, that was a pretty cool dunk. He, was, oh. he got like a 45, dude. He did not deserve a 45. I thought he'd get a little bit more than that. That was a good dunk. What was this first one? I, that's when he uh, he had someone over. Uh, he jumped over them and like did like a reverse. Yeah, I think he, it was the, the picked white, up the the white man can't jump. Yeah, that one character. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. He dressed up like we. Were, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, um, yeah. He jumped over. He jumped over them. Um, over this this one. Nick dude. Nurse. Nick Nurse. Um, <laughs> took the took the ball and reversed it back. And yo, he jumped high to get there. Mm-hmm. He's not the tallest player either. Yeah. So I thought that was a really, really good dunk. But the judges, we'll get into the judges in a little bit. <laughs> but uh, it only got a 45. Um, and then it was Derek Jones Jr. Yep. I think so. Derek Jones Jr. was was good all across. And that's why this thing is so sad. Because Derek Jones Jr. didn't do bad. I think his, his dunks were amazing. His first dunk was amazing. Yeah, the one yeah. with the tornado. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. The one so he good. He jumped over the guy. The ball bounces off the backboard, and he goes through the legs. Dunk, that was nice. He had so many of them, man. Yeah, this whole dunk off thing was was so cool. Uh, and then it went to Aaron Gordon. Um, Aaron Gordon got fifty. I think Derek Jones Jr. in the first run got a forty-seven, though. Yeah, he didn't do that well in the first round. Aaron Gordon got fifties for like everything except for the last round, one. Except for the last one, yeah. Which is which is crazy, insane. So so this just this just comes to my. The issue I have with the dunk contest where it's you can't give a 50 for one dunk for sure. and then give a 50 for another dunk when this first second dunk is clearly better than the first. Right. Mm. So that's like the scoring. The scoring's awful. You sh- the, the thing about dunk contest is you shouldn't be seeing 50s like you shouldn't actually have 50s. Yeah. You should see a dunk and be like, you know, what? that's a really good dunk. That's a 36. And you see another good dunk. You're like, yeah, that's much better. That's a 42. Like you can't just see a dunk and be like, wow, 50. Yeah, what do you do for the like, emphasis I, I, on fifty? I, I, yeah, and sorry guys, just this reminds me, what the hell is Wakanda Forever doing there? <laughs> oh my god, Chadwick Buzzer, why this, is he there? Man, he was hating his life up there. He's looking at left and right, like, hey, what did, hey, what did y'all put? Hey, what y'all put for is number he, eight? Is he from Chicago? He oh, maybe. No, I'm not sure. Maybe oh, that's no, why he man. was there. But I don't know what it was. But they asked him to do that Wakanda. He was not having. <laughs> he was not <laughs> having so that. Done with it. Anyways, going back to the dunk contest a little bit. Um. Yeah, the scoring, you're so right, Omar. 
It's either he, here's how it works. If it's a bad dunk, you're gonna get a nine, and if it's a good dunk, a decent dunk, you're gonna get a ten. Yeah, and that's stupid. Yeah, why do you have numbers one through seven then? What's the point of that? Exactly. The judging was so bad throughout this entire thing because if you finish the dunk, even if it was a second, if you need to take two attempts for a dunk, you should automatically at the very most get a nine. You shouldn't yeah. be able to get a ten if you need to do uh the attempt once more. But they're just giving the they're giving tens like hotcakes. Yeah. yeah, like the disparity between all the fifties they've given is so wide. So yeah. wide. So if a perfect score is um, what's it called? Um, look, uh, one of the dunks that Aaron Gordon, which is insane. But in the same in the same breath, Dwight Howard does like this basic ass dunk. Gets a forty nine. You're telling me what Dwight Howard did versus what Aaron Gordon did is only a one point difference. Yeah, bro. yeah that's and- stupid. And then what Robin said about the disparity, I mean, you put all the, you rank every single 50 dunk from last night and you tell me they're all the same kind of thing, right? Like, no, clearly some 50s are so much better than other 50s, right? But because you gave those early dunks a 50, none of it matters, right? You could have the person who had the top three dunks from last night. I'm not saying that's what Aaron Gordon said, but in a hypothetical situation, one of the people could have the top three dunks, but they could still lose. That, exactly. the dunk contest and it's like wait the best dunk the second best dunk and the third best dunk were all for me but i still lost the competition right and i'm not saying that's what happened with Aaron gordon because Derek jones jr really did kill it but again i think gordon was robbed there like i i think aaron gordon got robbed aaron gordon had the best dunk this happens every year yeah every year and i and i don't blame him after afterwards aaron gordon went out and said he's like yo man what are we doing i'm not gonna do this anymore like what's the point right like he had what four fifties in a row. He's like, that should be it. You get four fifties in a row. That should be it. But because everything's a 50, you're just going to be here all night. And then the judges are like, Oh, we've already had like one overtime round. We can't have a second overtime round. Aaron Gordon would give you a 46. I think what happened was, I think Aaron Gordon's second last dunk where he scooped it and then dunked it off the, the, the backboard. Yeah. I think that was the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Because Derek Jones went before him and the judges gave him a 50. There was no other way of putting it. Like he they had to get a fifty and exactly. then another round right there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um this dunk contest became after Dwight Howard obviously got booted and so did uh Pat Connaughton. It was between Ter- uh Derek Jones Jr. and uh Aaron Gordon. And uh again, it was fifties for both of them, so they just had to continue going for this overtime round or the sudden death round. And they kept going dunk after dunk after dunk. And it was insane. Um, so many good dunks. By the end of it, Derek Jones Jr., again, he had, uh, don't get me wrong, he had amazing dunks, but I'm on board with Omar. Aaron Gordon got robbed. Aaron Gordon brought out Taco Fall, seven foot ten behemoth. Tallest guy in the arena. Looking like a Taller damn, than Shaq. Looking like yeah. a damn piano over there with a suit on. <laughs> Taco Fall had no idea that he was going to be used as a prop. So this He's was so completely scared. improv. Yeah. Which which makes it even cooler, in my opinion. The fact that he's like, oh, you know what? Let me just dunk. The confidence that you need to have to do something like that. Yeah. It brings over Taco Fall. Taco Fall has it on his neck because if that boy puts it on his head, <laughs> no one no one getting up there. Aaron Gordon dunks it over Taco Fall. And that's the one that makes him lose. He gets a 47, yep. and then that's what that's when Aaron and, Gordon And loses. to all the people talking crap about that dunk, he cleared Taco Fall. You see him get caught up. That's only because after the ball was taken, Taco Fall still had his hands above his head. So Aaron Gordon's crotch got rammed into Taco Fall's hands, and that's why Taco Fall hunched over. But he, if you watch the video, 
Aaron Gordon cleared Taco Fall, which is insane, insane. to think about. He, he cleared his head too. Uh, his head was kind of hunched over, so it was just below his head. It was his okay. neck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like neck I'm sure, above. I'm sure he some nut gun in his head. Come on, man. <laughs> besides that, uh, but okay. The reason why, and there's a lot of speculation on this, but it was ultimately uh, Dwayne Wade, Chadwick, and. Uh, the other uh Candace Parker? Candace Parker. No, it was Pippin. Oh, it was Pippin. Oh, Pippin. Oh, Pippin. Pippin. Yep. Pippin that gave uh to, that gave the nines to to make uh Aaron Gordon lose. Yeah. Um apparently complete robbery. Yeah. Apparently they wanted to tie it up to go to an overtime again. But then there was like some uh, collusion going on. Yeah. So what happened was the judges all agreed that it should be a tie. Yeah. They wanted another round. And Wade's like yeah, for sure, guys. Let's make this a tie. Yeah. <laughs> he, had his fi- he had his pinky in his mouth the entire time. And then right at the last second, you know what that boy does? That boy changes it from a 10 to a 9. Mm. But how do you know he was the one that because was Because every judge yeah. looked at you him. You know why? Yeah, you know why? Because Dwayne Wade, during the three-point competition, Dwayne Wade, Zach Levine is, is in the three-point competition, and he's shooting. And Zach Levine, to avoid elimination, needs a 26 and halfway through, he's missed quite a few shots. <laughs> Dwayne Wade is watching this and says, he can still get a 22. He can still get a 22. So so there's a few things wrong with that. First of all, Zach Levine could get more than a 22 based on the number of balls and points left. Second of all, a 22 doesn't mean anything because you need a 26 to advance. So Dwayne Wade has been rigging the numbers since the three-point competition. Well, we got to talk about Dwayne Wade one more time. Oh, Dwayne God. Wade in the three-point competition, there was a, um, what's his name? I'm, I'm forgetting it. Miami Heat had Duncan a... Robinson. Uh, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. So he clearly didn't win. Yeah. And Dwayne Wade said something. He's like, don't worry. We're going to get him in the next competition. Yeah. We're going to get him in the next competition. As in the Miami Heat, as in he rigged it for Derrick Jones Jr. And that is absolutely Bro, disgusting. He said, he said before he wanted Derrick Jones to win. Yep. And he's a judge. He's a judge and he admits that he wanted And And, and guys, Dwayne Wade doesn't have... He has a history with rigging things. Mm. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, mm. that he does. Ah, so Omar, you, Robin, you guys remember the 2006 NBA Finals? Let's talk about that. Like real it was quick. yesterday. Like it was yesterday against the Dallas Mavericks. JJ Barea, JJ Dirk Barea. Nowitzki, and Jason the Dwayne Jason. Wade had to rig the 2006 NBA Finals. Listen, and he had Shaq on his team and Gary Payton. Oh that was a stacked Miami team. Shaq and he clearly to wasn't in his prime at that point. Okay. Dallas was wait Dallas wait two thousand six two thousand six Cappy that was in in two thousand and nine didn't Shaq win co MVP of the All Star oh, game bro. how do you win an MVP three, three years, years later? removed from his three peat he's not in his prime anymore Gary clearly wasn't in his prime in that series so so that's all I can so say. he got three Finals MVPs and then three years later he's not in his prime and then three years later he wins. MVP of the All-Star Game? He's mentioned it this is not multiple a, times. This is not He's a like, joke, bro. MVP of the All-Star Game is over. a serious award. <laughs> All I'm trying to say is that he has a history of rigging things. I'm sure he's rigged the lottery one or two times. That just seems like something he would do. His character is like that. Yeah. Um. So anyways, that's what happened. And he was the reason why Aaron Gordon just got completely robbed second time. 
robbed. And you know, Dwayne Wade has a history of not only rigging but robbing as well. <laughs> how how many how many millions of dollars did Dwayne Wade take from the from the Chicago Bulls franchise? Gary Payton said so. Yeah. Forty seven mil. Forty seven million dollars he robbed. And Dwayne Wade, when they turned the camera on him, he was laughing in the crowd. <laughs> he knew what he had done. Well, let me check my wallet. I even got forty seven dollars in my wallet. This man Wade took forty seven mil. My franchise, Cappy. <sighs> Listen, D Wade is still the greatest top three greatest rigger, the greatest top, top three, three, the greatest shooting, top three, top three shooting guard of all time. Hmm. Top shooting guard. You got Michael Jordan. You got Kobe. Michael Jordan's a small forward though. Listen, we don't nah, play. Nah, he's a shooting guard now. <laughs> <laughs> we play positionless basketball here, bro. <laughs> um. Yeah. Aaron Gordon got completely robbed. And, you know, on a more serious note, what this means for the dunk contest going forward is just bad things. Nobody trusts the judges. Why are you going to put your your body through so much physical toll if you know it's not going to be fairly graded? Yep. So players like John Murrell, they have no incentive to come back or to go to the uh, to participate in the dunk contest because of things like this. Aaron Gordon, who's a phenomenal dunker, probably the only thing he has going for his career, <laughs> can't even do that anymore because these judges robbed him of it. Yeah. So this can only mean bad things for the dunk contest contest and i don't know how they can repair it unless they just give him another trophy right now but it won't be the same it's it's yeah. ruined it it's, really is no ruined. this this year's ruined and it needs an overall in the scoring i would prefer if the scoring would be done by better judges who could grade across the scale from one to ten but i think that's going to be harder so a more a simple fix that i'd recommend is you know when it comes down to a tie like this and it's like within a few points of each other maybe it's a perfect tie like Aaron Gordon and Derek Jones Jr or if it's within a few points of each other going into the final round have a final person who makes the call of one versus the other kind of thing right and that final person could be a little more independent or something like that saying that this person wins or this person wins cuz you all you needed was one person to say like Shaq to be there like Aaron Gordon won kind of thing oh right my, how <laughs> ridiculous is it that it was a perfect score and that like for three four rounds they had 50s all yeah. across are you kidding me a 50 a perfect score yeah and, and they're attempting it for the second or third time or something like that Aaron Gordon as well he attempted some of him like the second and they they were really good but I'm trying you can't get 50s you can't just dish out 50s yeah. perfect scores like that and what the 50s mean is every single dunk they did is equally good so you're telling me Back and forth, these guys were all on par. The exact same dunk. That's what they were doing, kind of thing. Like if they were, if it was a harder scale, or if the scale was 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 right, then a forty-seven for that taco fall dunk is accurate. Yeah, that's how it should be. It's crazy that he dunked over Taco Fall, who's that tall, but the dunk itself wasn't that special. Even that, like maybe if you're re if you're really being hard, you would even give it maybe even a lower score. But because everything was so inflated. This just looks ridiculous, and that's what ruined the dunk contest. And for future years, we're going to continue. Basically, from that um, 2017 dunk contest, 2018 con dunk contest, we're going to continue more of those because we had this one opportunity, or the NBA had this one opportunity to fix it, and it goes to shit. So now, which players are going to come? You know what I'm saying? So it, it really is a shame, the way that... Uh, the way that and, and the worst part of it all is... Even Derek Jones Jr. raising that trophy up, 
He didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. People were booing in yeah, the, the stadium. The entire arena was booing. They were booing the sta- in the stadium. Oh. I thought he was I thought Aaron Gordon was getting 50. I had no doubt in my mind. No doubt. We thought it was done. We called it. We're like, That's right. it. It's a wrap. I've been saying it's over for the past, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you hour. said it after every dunk. Had <laughs> Connaughton. It's over. Connaughton. Um and it's it it really is it really is just a shame like the way that the way that it was handled because yeah Derek Jones Jr. yeah he won but ultimately there's a stain with that trophy yeah and he's always gonna look at it and remember uh, but Dwayne Wade probably gave me a little bit of an upper hand it yeah. was a birthday gift it was a birthday yeah, it was yeah a birthday yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but I guess this is the difference between like champions and legends Derek Jones Jr. is a champion he won the dunk contest. But who's the real legend? Like, people aren't going to remember Derrick Jones Jr. and how good of a dunker he is. People are going to remember Aaron Gordon. And this story of Aaron Gordon getting robbed over multiple years is going to live in infamy forever. And this is going to be, what, 20 years from now, people are going to be like, oh, Aaron Gordon, sick dunker or something. Do y'all remember who won the dunk contest last year? Wasn't it freaking... See, that's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) You're not going to remember, but these stories will live. It was Hamdo Diallo. I see. Uh, Uh, I know who it wasn't. Donovan Mitchell. (laughs) (laughs) Donovan (laughs) Snitchell. Who dressed up as Vince Carter and tried to recreate Vince's iconic 360 windmill. Did it worse and then got a 50 for it. Dwight Howard getting a 49 for putting on a Halloween costume. Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Superman. His OG Superman dunk. That was so good. That was sick. That was sick. You You know what I miss? You know what I miss? This is one thing I wanted to bring up. I miss the props in it. Like um, cars and stuff like that. Yeah, I miss Blake Griffin jumping over cars. I miss like the extravagance uh, of it there. Like the physical feats and stuff that was happening this year was cool. But I mean, again, it's an all-star weekend. Make it as novel as possible. Wear costumes, blow out candles, like yeah, like like Joe jump Green. over cars. Yeah, like do all this kind of weird stuff. Like make it as weird as possible. That's what I want. So you're saying Chance Rapper wasn't good enough for you? <laughs> no, no. You know what? Aaron Gordon, you jumping oh, over yeah. Chance. The, the TikTokers, rapper? the TikTokers dancing. You know what? Aaron Gordon didn't get robbed. I take that back. Yeah. Okay, so the TikTokers, <laughs> the NBA kind of made him do because the NBA has a partnership and they're trying to push TikTok and stuff like that. <laughs> but but the but Chance, come on, man. Nobody wants to see Chance like as much as we want Chance to get dunked on. This is not what we want. Like not like this. Those are nice dunks though. Yeah, but it didn't have to be Chance, man. It could be anyone else. Uh, he was the right height. He was <laughs> the perfect height. <laughs> But you know what, man? Going on, there still is more All-Star Weekend to come. And today, there's a little bit of... Uh, not even a little bit. This is a huge game, the All-Star game. So I wanted to run by the rosters real quick. And uh, we'll get right into that. All right, let's talk All-Star game, then. Let's talk what's going on tonight. What have the teams been? So with Team LeBron, we have, surprisingly, LeBron James. <laughs> oh, wait. No way. <laughs> Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Luka, James Harden. Uh, Lillard isn't going to be there due to injury. So ben Buck Simmons. Wait, Ben Simmons is an All Star, <laughs> and he's a rookie. Yeah, <laughs> and he's a rookie. <laughs> Nikola Jokic, Joker. Uh, Jason Tatum, Chris Prawl. 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 Chris Prawl. 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 Chris Prawl. Rest in peace, Prawl Walker. My boy Brody, and uh, Demontis Sabonis. Okay, I don't even got to read Giannis' team. LeBron's winning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, that team's stacked. It's so it's bad. It's so Yo, stacked. Such oh a bad draft. Okay, so let's hear Giannis. So, okay, I automatically starts terrible. Joel Embiid. Wait. Uh, Spicy <laughs> P. 
Kemba Walker, Trey Young, Middleton, Bam, Rudy, Gobert, Jimmy Butler, Lowry, Brandon Ingram, and Donovan Snitchell. LeBron is winning by 67 points. Not, not. You never know what's going to happen. It, it depends who actually tries. That's what it comes down to. Joel Embiid is such a tryhard. He would try hard. You think so? Zero yeah. for 11? Plus they have that new... <laughs> New is that format, trying hard? Right? Yeah, they have the they have the new format as well. So the All Star game, the league announced oh, the format of the game will be different this year. The way that it's going to work now is the league has turned every quarter into a mini game for charity before an untimed final quarter with a target star uh, target score will decide which team wins. So I think it's like in honor of uh, Kobe. So I think Team LeBron is wearing number two, and Team Giannis is wearing number uh, twenty four. I think so. Twenty four. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, basically the leading team, um, within the first three quarters, they have to get an additional 24 points. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's going to be untimed. So you just need to get to the 24 mark. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think the other team needs to get the same number, get that same number, but they're obviously, it's more than 24 for exactly. them. Exactly. But it's just untimed and it's for charity. So that's the way that they're, that, that's the way that they're changing it now. It's going to be but. all bricks. <laughs> all bricks. <laughs> oh, man. The but, longest overtime. <laughs> I mean, honestly, guys, like, is there really even discussion with this one? Team LeBron is just going to wipe the floor it. with they these got, guys. Like, they got, like, the top five players but on LeBron's team. That's that's true. But at the same time, man, it's like, remember last year? It was a good game to watch. Yeah, LeBron it got, it got and Giannis, close. it, it was close. close. Like, they LeBron started playing was defense. locking up at the end. Yeah, yeah, they're playing defense and all that. So, I mean, like... Who knows, right? It could be the same sort of thing. But man, Luca, Kawhi, Kawhi's not gonna give a shit about this though. Yeah, he is not gonna give a shit. It's it's crazy. You know, there was a point of emphasis that came out a couple of years ago. Basically, people got sick of no one playing defense and trying hard and caring in the All Star games. So it was last year or maybe the year before where LeBron's like, "No, we're actually gonna play defense," and like it ended up being like a really good game. So hopefully, they stick with that, and it, it, it'd be fun. Like I know this game doesn't matter in in for anything real, but. It, other than like charity and all that stuff, but it's fun to watch. Like the best players get assembled in in, in a squad like this. Watching someone who's a number one option become a role player on this team, yeah, like it's, it's it's fun. I think the format, especially now, will make it a bit more competitive. Yeah, especially with uh, each quarter um, is like a mini game where if you win the first quarter, that that respected team wins. Uh, I think ten thousand dollars or something. Okay, like that. okay. So each person. No, no, no. The for their charity, for the charity, uh, for their charity. Yeah. So I think it will be a bit more competitive. I'm hoping it will. Like, and uh, on top of that, guys, I was just looking into this article right now. I completely forgot. We got Frank Vogel coaching the West, or sorry, uh, LeBron. But uh, Team Giannis is being coached by hey, our boy hey, Nick Nurse. Hey, yeah. Nurse. Nick Nurse. So, you know so, what I'm saying? So, so it might even go. be. Uh, there's a there's a there's, so there's an All Star game. You know, each quarter is a game. Then the whole thing is an actual game too, you know. All the scores add up. There's a game within the, the game. The game within the and, game. And, and Raptors fans, you know, we're not really here to watch the quarters of the game or Please, any of that. Giannis. We're here to watch the tampering <laughs> that is about to go on. Oh baby, we're trying to watch. Nick Nurse is coaching. Siakam. Siakam, Lowry, and Giannis. Giannis 2021. That's my president. <laughs> That's my prime minister. Um. How would you guys feel about that, by the way? Giannis coming. Oh Giannis my All my Giannis slander tweets would be deleted. <laughs> bro, I love Giannis, bro. Why wouldn't you? No, I'm just saying, like, would you, would you, like, we'd have to get, like, 
what would this mean if Giannis was to come in 2021? Would this mean that we'd have to cut players off starting now? Or, like, we can't pay Fred Van Vliet as much? Like, what does this mean? I don't think we'd Giannis... be able to pay Fred anyways. I think yeah. he'd want to go somewhere else, right? I think I think Fred is in the plans for the Raptors. But oh, it okay. depends on how much the Raptors actually want to pay him, right? Yeah. How, how much would you guys give him? 18? 17? I don't know, man. He's having such a good he year. Is. Like, he's I, an all-star. I, he deserves it, but at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm like, I want Giannis more. Yeah. It's like, how much you, oh, really you want to clear space? You want to clear space? So that's him, what right? I'm yeah. saying. You want to clear space for him, but that's yeah. a huge gamble. And you guys heard his comments. Yeah. Giannis talking about the Bucks. He looks like he loves that team, man. Yeah, I, I doubt he's gonna leave the Bucks. Our only hope is first round knockout. First round? Second round. I think if they don't make the, the ECF, as long if as, they don't make the ECF, as long as they don't make the finals, I think at that point, if someone, if some team, I hate to say it, but Philly, if Philly has the best chance of knocking them out. If some team can knock them out before the finals, I think well, Giannis will be. I'll tell you right now, it ain't gonna be no damn Philly because you, be, you better ex, you better expect uh, Giannis to go to the finals then. Oh it's gonna be no god. damn Philly. Philly's gonna get knocked out in the first round by the Miami Heat. Oh my god! <laughs> Shit, they might. <laughs> Philly can lose to every other team, but I think Philly has the best chance to beat Milwaukee. Al Horford mm. and Embiid, they can stop Giannis. Like, let me break hated. let me break it down like this. Philly has a 50-50 chance of losing in the first round or going to the finals. <laughs> there's, there's no in-between. This Philly team has no in-between. Either they lose in the first round or they go to the finals. Like that's all it, what it comes down to. So that question to you now, Robin. The the potential of Fred Van Vliet being lost. For a huge gamble on Giannis, that's still something you're willing to take. So we would have we would get rid of uh, Van Vliet before. We can't pay Van Vliet pretty much if we want to clear space for Giannis. I don't know, guys. I don't know how I feel about this Giannis thing bro. anymore. I love Van Vliet Fred. has a se- sentimental value, bro. I'll never forget that face after he got that three in uh, Game Six. Remember when he like yeah. snaps? He's like yelling yeah. in the camera. Yo, that was. People got tattoos, tattoos of that. That was so cool. Honestly, I don't know how the money's gonna work. Maybe it's possible to to keep Fred and and sign and sign him as well. Like I don't really understand how the CBA rules work there. But if that's what the decision comes down to, man, if if any if we've learned anything from that championship year is you gotta take gambles. But I think the Raptors need to yeah, exactly. They need to take that chance of hopefully signing Giannis. Because Mm -hmm. We've seen, like, in the past finals, you need a superstar. Yeah. And I don't know if... I get that too, guys. But also, like, we d- we took this huge gamble with uh, Kawhi Leonard knowing that we have Lowry. And Lowry is uh, was a huge part in winning this championship. But he's going to be 36 years old. Yeah. We don't have that point guard right now. We don't have that team to support the superstar. So why would we take such a big gamble for And him? with Giannis, we need shooters like Van Vliet. Oh, 100%. We need shooters even more. The thing about this Giannis thing is I feel like we need to... I feel like we're like a couple years away from... Or like a few years away from having our talent, our young talent being so developed by Nick Nurse that we can take on a Giannis. But right now, it just seems so unfortunate with timing. I don't know if we have the team for him. Uh, if we take Giannis, would, be, would we be competitive? I don't know. All I'm going to say is like... If Giannis... Giannis might be the best player in basketball. You have a chance for him. You go for him, yeah, right? Like, that, that's, that's what... That's Same what, thing with Corey. Yeah, all this stuff works out in the end. Like, yeah, I get it. And you need the right infrastructure, the right players around. But we saw what Kawhi Leonard could do in the finals, right? We we saw what having a championship caliber player, the potentially best player in the league, how it elevates everyone else around you. I mean, you're saying like, yeah, we had Lowry and stuff. I was trash in the playoffs before, right? Like, he was trash 
and then last year comes and he kills it. He does amazing because you have a player like Kawhi that helps lift up everyone else around him. So our players might not look like they're at that level yet, but you put Giannis on that team, all of a sudden we might look like that, right? So you need to take that chance. You have, like, if any team in the league had the opportunity to get Giannis, they'd get him kind of thing. So Raptors... For sure. I feel like you've got to take Giannis. It's just just an interesting thing to think about in terms of... Can not necessarily can we afford him, but can we make anything happen of it? Because we've seen Giannis with Milwaukee last year lose four straight in a row. Obviously, Giannis has his weak points. That's yeah, no, that's no, there's no doubt about that. Um, having a star is so important. Even like the first couple of rounds, this playoff, a, yeah. like even if anyone was wide open, Danny Green wide open, they would pass to Kawhi. Mm-hmm. They needed that superstar to rely on to yeah. take the big shots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that isn't spicy P yet. I don't yeah. think so. Either. That isn't spicy P yet. Um, it's interesting. I don't know who... I guess our closer is, in a way, Fred Van Vliet. It would go back and forth between Spicy P and, and Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. Um, but a closer is needed in yeah. any team. But that's why I'm saying, I think it's easy... Once you get... If we get Giannis, it would be easier to build around him than us having no superstar and just going into the playoffs knowing that we're not going to make it make it to the finals. So what's mm-hmm. the point? Yeah. You have Giannis, you have an identity. Yeah. You have Giannis, you have a chance every year to win the finals. Like, same thing with LeBron. LeBron's on a team, that that team always will be a finals contender. It doesn't matter what it is because LeBron's on that team. Similarly with Giannis. doesn't matter where Giannis goes, Last he's going to be a finals contender. But I was just going to say, LeBron, again, that's true. But LeBron had teams where he just wasn't able to do it. Uh, but there were Lakers always team. threats. There were always threats. Last year, people were talking about them be- without LeBron getting injured. He was injured and he missed so many games. But every team LeBron has been on for more than a decade yeah, has I always have, been a contender. I agree, 100%. Like mm. those Cleveland teams, they were jokes. They had the 30th ranked defense and they were terrible. And people are saying, oh, what if they even miss the playoffs? Every single year, like clockwork, he'd bring him to the finals. So Giannis is similar in that sense where he hasn't gotten to the finals yet. He doesn't have that. LeBron has the benefit of the doubt because of the, his body of work. Giannis doesn't have that. But every team Giannis is ever going to be on for the next decade will always be contenders. Giannis in my mind. is Giannis is. If he had, yeah, that's true. I think Giannis is definitely a uh, is going to be that dude. Yeah. And if he had a easier saying last name, he would be easily. <laughs> <the easier. laughs> um, um, I think with that. Um, I think we could wrap this up. We'll wrap it up, Dan. Wrap, wrap it up, Dan. We'll wrap it up, Dan. Shout out to Captain Rob. Thanks you so much for joining us for this Thanks podcast. For us on Congratulations it. getting it this far, man. I did. Sure. To be honest, episode. I didn't think it was possible. But, I didn't know? think so either. I thought we would stop at number three, <laughs> but here we are. Your support is uh, very well received. Thank, thank you for the kind words. No worries, bro. Speaking Don't from the heart. It. Speaking from the heart. Always. <laughs> so for the guys who are still listening right now, uh, be sure to comment, rate, and leave a five-star rating on Apple Cop, uh, Podcasts, as well as, don't say anything over don't, don't, don't say anything over I saw your face. I saw your face right when I said Brace. it. God damn it. Going back, going back to what I was saying, uh, be sure to leave a comment, rate five stars, and uh, look out for our next episode. We're going to be posting a bunch of memes and a bunch of other things through our uh, Instagram handle, which is at the session ball on IG. Make sure you give that a follow. Leave some comments and you're just saying the same thing over and over. <laughs> That's it, baby. <laughs> I... Now, Ben, Ben hit it all. You know, we have some great content that we're going to post. You guys are going to get a good look at Cappy and Robin and you're going to question why we're all friends. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it's it's good and and you know what we we have uh we have some you know nice uh, easter eggs that we're, we're gonna post some videos that may have been taken last night at the party that uh yeah, yeah. That, that we'll end up posting for everyone to see so come check us out at the session ball on instagram leave those reviews on apple Podcasts, and make sure you subscribe on whatever you're listening to and then from everyone here at the session cheers cheers yep